You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Said it couldn't be done. That's what they said. Said it couldn't be done. Said we didn't know what it took. Said that it couldn't be done. That it wasn't possible. Mate, people just, I mean, you know, like, I guess every once in a while people come along, like, great people, <laughs> and shift, excuse me, my voice keeps going, and I haven't been ripping and tearing. <clears throat> I think it's all the Ks I ran yesterday. Um, Is it a K-based loss of voice? Dude, I think I think it's the, it's got something to do with the Ks. It has to. It, look, I'd be shocked if it wasn't linked. Shocked. But you're right, every now and then, people come along, special people. Mm. To just, you know, change, I guess, the way people view, like, what's possible. I think how people experience life. Yeah. You know? Redefine, like, what truth is. Well, people have a perception of the world, and then two heroes come along and (laughs) redefine that perception. Yeah. Yeah, They shift understanding they shift reality like the whole goal they warp space and, and time. time the whole like point of science is to like prove science wrong right because it's about moving forward so like yes. progression progression and that's essentially what we set out to do which was just you know rewrite sort of history i guess can i ask you a serious question yeah do you think yesterday we advanced humanity is that too much? <laughs> I don't think it is, actually. I think it's probably pretty fair. Considering, you know, w- who we are in terms of, like, just battlers, right? Just fucking... Aussie battlers. Aussie battlers. Fucking, you know, up in the morning, nice and early, into bed early. You know, we love our families. We fucking brush our teeth and comb our hair and shine our shoes and fucking pray to the Lord every Sunday, you know, like... We're just good, honest, hard-working Australians. Never destined for greatness of any sort. Not physically. Not physically. And then, you know, an opportunity presents itself. A -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Well, that was half the reason I think I finished was because I only ever wanted it to be a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. That's what... That was a motivating factor, certainly... You don't want to train, albeit... Train's a loose word. Sporadically. Train's a loose word, but you don't want it to consume your thoughts for three to four months and then not have a crack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was preparation perfect? No. But you you know what? Was, you know, was the diet perfect? No. Was there was there a, a wooing up in the rip and tearing? No. Not really. Did I technically maybe even put on weight in the process of training for this thing? Technically, yes. Technically, however, definitely. However, there were many things out of our control. <laughs> many things. You know, the body fails you. It breaks down. Look, you could argue that maybe had we followed our, followed our strength and conditioning training that that may not have happened. I disagree with that. Same. I disagree with that. I think that when the Aussie battler starts to ramp up his load, the body can often give 
way under duress. Mm. But what most weak people do, most weak, soulless people do, mm. is they'll roll over and they'll Fold. use that as an excuse. Yeah. We're not big excuse guys here. And I mean, many of you would know that already. We don't care for excuses. No. Don't even know what that would be. Exactly. We're just here, honest appraisal, man in the mirror sort of stuff. And, you know, sure, if you fucking got a bad knee and all the scientists and doctors looking at you say, mate, this guy's your your marathon days are over before they've begun. You know, and then I've that's all well and good. You take that information on board and then you go, how am I going to use that information? Am I going to use that to to limit me? Or am I just going to use that to per- propel me forward? To motivate. To motivate me. You know, dribblers, the last DM I think I read was from some guy who I won't name because it was largely lighthearted. But he said, Eddie will finish this thing because he's from tough dubbo stock, but you're a weak cunt from barrel. Now I took that on board. And I thought back to that comment a couple of times while I was running. And... I don't want to give this piece of shit any credit because he didn't get me over the line. There are other, there are plenty more people who doubted me as well that I was also using for motivation. Um, but well, I think on the whole, I don't know anyone that didn't doubt you. <laughs> like, if we're going to be honest, no, yeah, I look, there wasn't a single man, woman, <laughs> or child alive no. that didn't doubt you. No, my, none of my family, even <clears throat> none of my fat. Oh my god. Get it together. <laughs> Bro, I fucking used every bit of myself yesterday, right? Like, just give me a break. No one in my family made plans to come to the finish line. <laughs> no. My brother came. Shout out to Willie Burns. He did. We Willie came. Steph didn't come. The old man didn't come. My sister didn't come. Mum's overseas. No one was there. It was my brother, thank God. God love him, and your family. <laughs> yeah, my family. Was yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But your brother was there. Oh, well, mate, that's, and that's fucking more than enough. It's just illustrating that no one believed. I don't think Will believed. Will came, although he did come, like, he came way too early. He was there for fucking ages. I was like, bruh. Well, look, he was there. That's belief enough. Yeah. That's belief enough. Um, but on the whole, no one believed. No. I I don't think I believed I could do it, to be honest. When did you start to believe? I I just got a vibe around like 15Ks. I was like, fuck, bro. I'll just, I was just... 15Ks, I was like, you started vibing? Because, I mean, like, you, we were together for about 15Ks, 12, yeah. 12 15Ks-ish. Yeah, yeah, 13, 14Ks, yeah. <clears throat> and then... I sort of was dropping back and I was like, all right, this is cool. Like I wasn't, I wasn't dropping back from like a, oh, I'm completely fucked. I was like, I think I'm just, I found my pace Mm. and I'm just going to stick to this. I'm feeling okay. Knee wasn't hurting. Although it did start to hurt like first three steps into the race. And I was like, I'm in trouble here. Then I basically shelved Panadine forts and got myself, got the pain away. But I was like, yeah, this is pretty cruisy. I'm dropping behind, but whatever. I'll just cruise. Like I'll just keep plodding along. As long as the knee's feeling good, I'm feeling okay. Then, shout out firstly, there's plenty of people I need to thank for this marathon, but just for me personally, Josh, our trainer, but also dear friend of Bronte's Blue, Bronte Bluey's fame, not an ad, but fucking oath it's an ad. <laughs> 
It's not an ad. It's not an ad, but you bet your fucking dick it's an ad. If you want someone to to train you who actually gives a fuck, Bronte Blueys, that's the man to do it. Find him on Instagram, not an ad, but my word is this an ad. He was like, started to drop back with me. And I'm like, hey, bro, don't worry. Like, you know, you you run your race, dog. Don't have to wait for this fucking lumbering old tub of lard. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, he was like, no, dude, you're uh, like... Where I'm going to make sure you finish this fucking run. And I was like, all right, dude. I think he obviously knew a little bit. I, I had no idea. How, like, I knew the distance, but I hadn't looked at a map, so I didn't know anything of where I was going. And I never – I just wasn't even what thinking. Did you, why did you need a map? No, what I mean is, like, going into this thing, I had no perception of what the 42 caves was going to look like. So every time there was, like, you know, running around different parts of the course, I was like, holy fuck, this is longer than I thought. In terms of, like, you know – if I could see it in front of me, I think it's more daunting. I just didn't, I just was, I just blank. I just went in there with no fucking idea of what I was in for. And that why I, you, everyone was nervous before we started. I'm like, I'm not fucking nervous at all. I like literally don't give a fuck. Then my knee started hurting in the first seconds. And I was like, I was nervous because my brother was nervous. And I was like, he's done one. So he knows what the fuck we're in for here. That, that unsettled me. I was, but even when I was saying it, I was just saying I was going to, even on the morning of, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to have a crack. Like, I just felt it. I was just like, fuck it. I've only run 15Ks before. That's the longest I've ever run. Mm. And that was about a month and a half ago. And then my knee gave away. That was like two months ago. Two months ago. I've run like 5Ks since then because the knee's so fucked. So I'm like, just rip. Just see what you can do. And so when he came back and helped me, I was like, all right, this is fine. But then at like kilometer 19... I'm like, oh no! I think I've pulled a fucking muscle in my quad here. Like, this is f- kilometer nineteen, still in the park, still in the park, dude. Yeah. Again, no perception. To, like, other than I know I have like twenty three kilometers to go. I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Like, pulling a muscle. I'm like, oh, okay. It was a matter of time before this sort of happened. You know what I mean? The expectation was that I'm just going to collapse, and I've already run my. I was already at my longest distance. Jesus. <clears throat> I was already four Ks over my fucking PB. You'd already set a record. Yeah. Records were being shattered yeah, already. But yeah. I already wanted, I wanted to just at least do the half. Like I just wanted to get to 22 and to be like, at least I've done that. But I also had no designs on finishing then. But as I started to fucking, my quad started going, I'm like, oh, this fucking hurts. What's going on? It feels weird. Then my other quad started going. I'm like, surely I'm not pulling two quads at the same time. And then I was like, oh, bro, this is cramp. I said, the first thing I said to you after the race, I go, didn't factor in cramp as no, a thing that was going to go on. Neither did I. Didn't factor cramp ended up being numero uno fucking biggest problem for for me the whole run. Cramp was fucked. So they started cramping. The community spirit was great around the around the around the roads on the pavement. People helping each other out, clapping volunteers. Oh, people help people on the roads, mate. Mate, seriously, I was. I've pulled over. I've pulled. I'm thinking I'm pulling up lame. I'm trying to stretch out my quads. Josh is helping me. And then this woman just comes up and she's like, do you need some salt sticks? I'm like, what, what's that, ma'am? And she's like, this will help you cramp. I'm like, fucking oh, thank you very much. So I pounded a couple of those. And I said to Josh, I go, so should, should I be sweet now? Like, is there anything else I can do to just sort of stop this? And he's like, oh, buddy, this no, is no. it for you now. No, 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 no. You're no. cramping for the rest of yeah, this. Yeah, and like, yeah, strap yeah. In. It doesn't like, go away, bro. You don't stop this. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. The same thought dawned on me when I started cramping. I can't remember when. I'd have to consult the footage. <clears throat> Maybe 26 or 7. 
And I, it like I was like, oh dear God, I'm cramping. And mm. then I just had a thought to myself, like, this ain't going away. No, because once you like, I'm not getting more hydrated as I run this thing. No, do you know what I mean? Like my muscles aren't going to get more relaxed. I tried to drink like two cups every t- at every stop station. Then I started getting a stitch. I'm like, okay, you just got to deal with this fucking thing now. You just got to try and. So I would have to stop and stretch once they hit. So you were stopping and stretching, dude. I had to do it like sometimes like two. Two, three times a kilometre. Two, three times a K. Sometimes, dude. Sometimes it gets... Fuck, so you're in the wars out there. Dude, it was... And I said to Josh, I was like, all right, dude, if you're staying, like, you know, you're going to run with me. I was like, unless I'm dying, if something happens to me, like, just film me first because it's funnier. Mm. Like, get some footage because obviously we're doing the marathon series. First episode will be out this week. But... So I was like, just film me when I'm going through hell because that's going to be funnier than like, and then come help me, obviously, because he was having to like, he was having to actually physically stretch me because I couldn't like bend down. So are you on the ground and shit? No, like no, no. What? I'm like holding a pole or something because I couldn't, it's like if my quad, I couldn't bend down to grab my foot because then my side would start going and then my <laughs> hip would fucking cramp. So every part of me was cramping, dude. At one point, the only time I thought I wasn't going to be able to finish I never thought about pulling out. There was, this was just the only time where I thought, oh, I actually don't think I'm going to be able to fucking keep going. It was when my f- whole body cramped. Like There's my a whole difference body. between wanting to pull out mentally and yeah, I never once, physically. I never once was like, I'm going to pull out. That was the thing I'm happiest about was I was like fucking, I was pretty rock solid mentally on that thing. I was like, I'm running this fucking thing. But my whole body just went. Like the whole fucking thing. I was like, ah! Like it is so... Out of like another planet when your entire body is cramping and you're like, fuck, fuck. I'm like, and I'm trying to yell out to Josh because he's always a bit ahead of me or like some of the most emasculating moments of the run was when like he's walking in front of me and I'm running. Like my run is slower than his walk. I'm so fucked. And he's like, I'm like asking him if he's talking to me at one point. I'm like, oh, dude, are you, what, what was that, mate? And he's like, oh, no, I'm just on the phone. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. This is tough stuff. Oh, mate. But so he had to fully come and like, like I'm on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's, that's Jesus Christ. But mate, I would not have been able to do it without having someone there. Like, well, without having him there to like help me. Or like, you know, he's do you like, reckon you would have stopped if he wasn't there? I don't know. Like, it, it's an interesting one because it's like I, I definitely know that I wouldn't have been able to d. Like, he was also helping me with like because he's obviously a trainer. Bronte Blue is not an ad. So he knew the, the way to stretch to, like, help. So if I'm going, oh, my quad, but also my hip's fucking hurting me, like, okay, well, like, let's do this and that'll help. Or, like, leg swings. He was like, do heaps of leg swings to just, like, stretch all this shit out. And I was like, what was crazy, though, was that sometimes when you would start to cramp, stopping made it worse. That it was actually better just to keep going. 100%. Oh, I had that yesterday as well. Like, I was, I was in... I was in cruise control for the first 19 Ks, just cruising. Like to the point where I just kept, I was like kept checking my phone, check my splits. And my brother's like, don't worry about that, bro. Yeah. Not important. I didn't take my Because I didn't want to go once. too cl- slow, but I didn't want to go too quick either. And he's like, just. Just go. Don't worry about that, mate. You just cruise and then we'll be hanging on. Yeah. Like that's what it is. There's no fucking. You're not going to be feeling this preparation's been shit. Like. <laughs> You fucking, you haven't done a long run for a month. We haven't done any of the fucking high intensity <laughs> shit. Been pounding mackers and piss all fucking week. Like, 
Yeah. Your, your fate's sealed, mate. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that was our mentality when we were up in Brisbane. We were like, fuck it. It's with the gods Let's now. rip and tear. It's with the with gods the bro- now. Bloody brilliant beers. And we were just like, let's just go. We kept saying that. It's with the gods. Nice to know that you're loved by the gods. Yeah, it is good. That's nice. But then at the 19th K, I was just, I was waiting for my knee the whole time. Just waiting for that little ping. Like, just waiting, waiting, waiting. And it just wasn't coming. And I'm like, this quarter zone has changed my life. Mm. Absolutely changed my life. I'm f- I was just, I was happy as Larry. 19th K, bing. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. And then it was, it was getting worse at one point. Like it was getting quite bad. I'm like, fucking hell, here we go. Stop for a piss. And then when we started again, I was just like, I tried to, it was cadence. That's did you it, find stopping for a piss made everything hurt more? I did. I stopped for one piss and then I got out of the thing. I'm like, oh no, I've got to fucking like. Wherever, yeah, I mean, it was sore, but like, it was what it was, you know what I mean? Mm. But then I was just like, I got my little, dee, 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 making sure I was doing 165, just checked in with my metronome, beep, 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 beep thing. And then I just found a nice shuffle, a shuffle that allowed me to shuffle through the pain without it like jackknifing, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we just shuffled along, mate, shuffled and shuffled and shuffled and shuffled and shuffled. And I was all right until cramping like the 25th. And then the 29th K, that's when I was. 29, 30 was when 29, really from 20 From the 29th to the 30th marker, when you go over, set the same punters and jibblers, yell, it's, it's getting hot now. Because it's obviously. getting hot now. Obviously, we, we, look, shockingly for some, we weren't at the front of the pack, so we didn't finish at fucking nine o'clock. <clears throat> that was reserved for. Those of Kenyan descent who just seemed <laughs> to absolutely right. rip. They set a record, I think. Yeah, two oh seven. Um, look, we weren't part of that of that pack, so it was getting later in the day, and it was fucking getting. It was starting to get hot, and I remember coming. You go, you sort of coming through the city like I don't even know what fucking street that would be, Suffolk, Sussex, Sussex. And then you, you're coming up and you... A lot of people are going to have no idea about this anyway because I don't... doesn't matter. Then you turn right and there's a fucking overpass and it's uphill and it's on an angle and there's no shade and it's fucking hot and there was a headwind from the 29th to the 30th K and that's, that's when I was like, oh, it's on for young and old here. I was probably going too slow to even feel the effects of a headwind. You know what I mean? I was like... Because when you kept saying Edwin, I'm like, fuck, I didn't even notice that. I was also in so much fucking pain and, like, stretching frequently that maybe I just didn't. It was just an uncomfortable part of the road and I fucking hated it. Mm. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm in fucking, I'm in the, I'm in the wars now. The thing me they, Everyone says PMI. 30 Ks. When you hit 30 Ks, you'll be in trouble when you hit 30 Ks. And I'm like, right. I, yeah, like, why same. is that number so specific? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Where's this fucking number come from? Obviously, it's different for different people. Nup, 30 Ks, neat. Bang. Bang, straight Hit me straight between the eyes. And from then, it was it was literally just mind over matter. That's what I kept... I kept... I fucking... I just kept saying Ned Brockman. Ned Brockman. Ned Brockman. What, did, what would Ned be doing? I kept saying. And then I kept thinking to myself, he'd probably be singing and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, the last <clears> fucking <throat> thing I feel like doing is singing. No. And yelling and shit. No. <laughs> it was... It was Tough enough for me to get my phone out to film shit at the aid stations. Is that when you were getting your footage, aid stations? Aid stations. Because we would... My brother was like, I'm like, bro, I'm hurting here. He's like... I'm like, my knee's fucking rooted. I'm cramping in, in the right leg a lot. The left leg pretty bad. 
The right leg was fucked. He's like, let's just go to every aid station, then walk through the aid station, pound power aids and waters, and then we'll kick it off again. So I was getting like a 150-metre walk through the aid station, mm. then we'd go again, and then just next two Ks, aid station, next two Ks. Like, that's how I broke it up in my head. But they would take so long to come, so fucking long mm. to come. And everyone around me, like in, at that, in that back end, that 30 kilometer, people are fucking stopping and booting and like stretching and breaking down and shit all around you. Yeah. I remember at one point, one guy was sort of like running next to me. He, could, he was in pain as well. We were, we were both sharing a moment. Mm. And he like just ran up to this fucking marshal and was like, where the fuck is the aid station? And he's like, mate, it's just around the corner. I was like, I was about to ask him as well. Just because I just would get into this, like, That's I so need funny. the aid station now. Really? I just never thought about them. I'd like, oh, brah. I was just like, I needed those fuckers, like, you wouldn't believe. I needed them a couple of times when I was um, dropping a couple of panadine forts or when I needed to get some um, more of those gels. I probably had a dangerous amount of those gels. I thought I was going to shit my pants. How many did you have? Six. Six gels? Oh, you panadine gels. I think I, I had probably six. Had sh- I probably should have had more gels. I, I had, had six three. before 30Ks. And then I didn't have any after 30. Because I was like, I'm going to shit myself and I don't want to shit myself. Like, I prefer to finish the race and poo my pants. So were you just grabbing more gels at the thing? Yeah. Yeah. And you're about to poo yourself? I just, it was you one of those ones. You line with poo? It was one of those ones Down where the leg? I started doing farts that I didn't know what the fate was going to be. Mm. You know what I mean? That like, was suspect. Yeah. So I just sort of thought, you know what, let's just. Let's just grind out. Well, you never, you can never trust a fart, Tom. You can't. You can never trust a fart. It's as simple as that. But they, be, they became like my lifeline. Those aid stations, like for, in my ability to break it up. Just going two k's now, mm. two more k's now, mm. two more k's now. I will say this, Eddie. I never set out to shock the world, but in doing so. There is a great deal of satisfaction that can be felt, can be had, can be enjoyed from the process of shocking the world. Because every single cunt yesterday was just like, did not think you were doing that. That's the thing that's been the most, like, I mean, I'm sore. I two toes on my, one of my feet are completely numb. I can't feel them. <coughs> my knee is absolutely fucking killing me. <laughs> My mum, my sister, literally, I was like, fuck, I wish I recorded it. The first time I told them I was doing this thing, they both were like, no, you're not. Don't do that. You can't run a marathon. Da, 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 just shitting all over my dreams. <laughs> and to have been able to fucking grind that out, mate, and like grind it out. I was overtaken by potentially the oldest man in the race on was, the finish line. Was that the old bloke that's run his 300th? Oh, was that his 300th marathon? Was that him? I don't know, dude. That was the, it was I remember seeing an old guy. Just before I yeah. came? Yeah, well, that was him. So that was his 300th marathon. I don't know. He got some sort of award when he Okay, finished. well, that makes me feel better. Because I thought this was just like some old guy having a crack. I could be wrong, though. He might have just been the oldest guy in the race and he got a medal for it. <laughs> he certainly looked old. Yeah. But he, he ran past me on the fucking home straight. But it wasn't about that. It wasn't about me v old guy. It was about me v me and the haters. And the well, it was UV the haters? I remember when I finished, I was like, fucking, how's Burmo going? And the boys were like, I think Clancy was like, mate, he's finishing it. He's at the 35K. I was like, yes, cunt. Fucking oath. Pump me up. Something shocking. I was frothing when I heard that. Because I didn't know what your fate was. Mate, they were, they're calling and me. I, until I finished, I, I didn't really care. 
I had my, you know what I mean? Well, of course fight. you don't care. No, I didn't fucking, you're not thinking about anyone else that, while, you're, no. while you're on the course, that's for sure. All I was thinking about was the pain I was in and it pissed me off how much pain I was in. Yeah, you seemed to be more frustrated at the end of your race. I was, I was just, I was, I was done. You were hoping, Do you know what I mean? Like did, I was, were you hoping for a bit more of like a, a, a dopamine dump? No, I was saying to you, I was saying to you yesterday, I wasn't looking for a dopamine dump. I wasn't like, I didn't need it to fulfill my dreams. All that I needed was that nice. W, which I got. Mm. But I was saying to you, it's not like, again, we don't give birth, but to use that analogy, it's not like when you give birth, you're like rushed with fucking endorphins. Like I no. finished and I was just like, Ugh. yeah. Uh, I um, couldn't fucking move. We're seized up something shocking see whereas I think for me it was a little bit more I mean certainly not um, akin to giving birth but I think I was like <laughs> for me it felt better because I was like that shouldn't have happened yeah whereas I there was there was like you were, there's expectations there was expectations that I'd finish yeah, no one no one no one believed in you I was, I was saying this no is what one. I was saying I'm the Leicester City of marathon runners yeah you are correct I'm fucking Leicester City of marathons dude if you don't know what that means, and well, you're in the, the wrong world. place. That's a sports reference. It so. is. It's a good one too. It's a fucking ripper. It's one of the great fairy tales. Probably the fairy tale. Well, no, me the yesterday. greatest fairy tale in sport so until second, yesterday. Until yesterday. Yeah, it's been broken. Just good to tick a marathon off the fucking. You know what I mean? Fucking like, oath, bro. You can walk around now with the confidence in the air. Well, and we've got the medal. The superiority of a man that's run a marathon. It's as simple that? as that. Is he just listening? That's my fucking solid gold medal. That's me biting a five-carat gold medal. You only get this, punters and dribblers, if you've run the marathon. And I don't want to start becoming like a kilometerist, but if you were one of those sad fucks walking around with a half or a 10K medal around your neck Take the 10K off, mate. Get out of my face with that shit. Mate, look, I reckon that if you, like... Shout out to you if you ran a half proud of you. Hey, well Good done. For you. But you shouldn't have been wearing a medal. No, you, you should have had a fucking it. ribbon on. You should have had a ribbon at best. I also... If or you a would, stamp. Yeah. I or maybe a sticker. A, stamp, a commemorative stamp. Or a little sticker or yeah. something. Put it on your little you collar. You get a medal. And look, rightfully so, the medals got smaller and smaller as the impressiveness of the feet went down. But I also consulted my Strava, which I never look at um, this morning... Just because it's so funny to see my distances and it just is like 5, 5, 5, mm. 15, 42. But, um, fuck, where was I going with that? I've lost my place. Strava, Don't medals. I'd say, my Strava said I ran 45 and That's what pace. I was going to say. Mine said I ran 43. So I was like... You must have cut some corners, right? Well, I, the marathon's 42. <laughs> but Josh's... Josh's uh, Garmin was also like initially he wasn't like we weren't paying attention to the markers we were just looking at his watch and at one point he said we were on the tw we were running twenty eight k's we only run twenty seven I was like can't we can't be doing that you've Cause then I saw twenty seven approaching and my heart sank but Strava actually saying that I did more than a marathon so. Yeah. How, mine's at 45. I don't know how the fuck that's possible. Remember when we first were doing our runs and you'd stop at 5Ks and I'd have to keep running like another 400 yeah, metres mine's, to reach 5Ks? Yeah, mine's out. Mine's well out, clearly. Unless I was just all over the fucking road. Well, there'd be a bit of that. There'd be heaps of that. Because you've got to dodge people. Yeah. My dodging days fucking disappeared pretty quick.
as I was getting overtaken. But I, I saw the thing. I actually came like semi mid pack. It was like there were like five thousand people who ran. Would you come three, ish? Really? Oh, heaps of people must have finished. So that, that wouldn't shock me. Because <clears throat> I think there it, was a, there was still a fair few behind us though. But I don't know about two thousand. I don't think there would have been two thousand in the last half an hour of the race. You wouldn't think so. Did you see like the fucking the back marker? No. That, thank God. There was a back marker. Yeah, no, I didn't see the yeah. back marker. Six hours. But there would have been a... F- mate, the amount of people I ran past in, from like 35 to the finish line that were just like done, done mm. on the side of the road. Yeah. I reckon they just packed it up. Not up Ordered to it. Ordered fucking it. left. Yeah, not up, not up to it. And that's fine. I also got a, a lot of inspiration though. Fa- mate, there was people... At, did you see at the start when we were walking over the harbour... Bri- uh, run over the bridge? There was people walking there. Yeah, I did see people walking I'm like, on the bridge. What the fuck is going yeah, on? You can't be signing up for a marathon if you're walking on the bridge already. No, 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 no. You, you do the bridge run, the three and a half K bridge yeah, run. What That's are you what doing? you do. Tell you what, the bridge was nice. Loved the bridge. Beautiful Loved weather. Loved the bridge. Really enjoyed the The start was the best part, punters and dribblers. Mm. Through the city, the bridge was fucking nice. It wasn't too hot. I was loving it. Through the park, I quite liked as well. Yeah. Felt like home. Done a lot of training a there. A lot of training there. Hated Piermont. I hated Piermont. Fucking hated Piermont. It's Fuck always Piermont. been a cunt of a place. But always nah, fucking to run hated there it, was absolutely ghastly, It was bro. ghastly, bro. Honestly... I, Look, if I'm if I'm in charge of the Sydney Marathon, I'm taking the fuck. I'm taking Piedmont out. Well, see, I'd like it for the because I mean it's not like the most lovely vista, but it's not bad. You do it's get not that you do, good, bro. No, nah, but once you're along the water, it's nice. <laughs> I hated it because of the mental. It's it's the hardest part of the race, and mentally, it was fucking you because at least for me, it was like. I just could see runners like you know you're going like how long do I have to run along this thing before we start coming back and then it's like you can't see the end and you're seeing runners in the distance and you're like Jesus or when you like run all the way down something and you see runners coming back the other and I'm like have I just got to run to the end and then just turn around and run all you know those ones where you just got to do a loop like mm. on that little bridge and shit I'm just like dude oh yeah when you had to go up and back all up the I'm like I fucking hate these <laughs> that things. was that was an, oh, oh, the whole time I was just thinking. This is just a poorly designed course if you've got to put that little up and back on the boardwalk there. Do you know what I mean? Just to get your extra 200 metres because you're 200 short. dude. Look, I don't want to knock the Sydney fucking marathon. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I'm a marathon runner now and I'll never, ever do it again. No, I liked it. I just didn't like the Piermont part. I will never, ever, 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 ever run a marathon again. And for those of you that haven't done one, Ollie Arch looking at you, time to get your fucking shit together. Look, if you haven't done one, man, that's, I mean, that's fine. That's I'm not going to shame you, but it's pretty pathetic. I'm not going to, I'm not going to come on here and shame people that haven't done a marathon. But like, I mean, if I can do it and you haven't done one, then well, that's, that's more like it's more like, you know, you can't really, you can't really profess to be anything. You know, I you just done one. I just like, you know, I, I was obviously a, you know, an athlete of note at some point in my life. You know, quite a quite a gifted highly touted you know future great and in, in many sports potentially you know and it's safe to say that i lost it all through gluttony and through a lack of ability generally but gluttony number one gluttony number one and not having what it takes number two but just to be able to like pull that one out of my ass i was like that was fucking satisfying you know what i think they should do and i'm being serious make me a statue 
I reckon that if you've run a marathon, you should be able to put MM after your name. Well, I was thinking... For marathon man. Yeah, what I'm actually thinking, and this is a dribbler mentioned you know this I mean? to me yesterday. Or marathon, or MW if you're a Sheila. No, I, a dribbler yesterday made this point, and I don't know if he was more just specifically talking about me because of what I did. But I basically get an extra M at the end of both my names, like Ned Brockman, double D, double N. So I'm Tom, two M's, Birmingham, two M's. <laughs> like, do you earn extra letters? So you'd get... What, two Y's, a double Y at the end of Eddie, double N Simpson. Is that is that how it works? You get well, you get extra letters. Makes sense. I'd also like MM at the end. You know what I mean? Like an OM or an OA or whatever. Oh, like an Order okay, of Australia. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like the, like the small sort of ones. Yeah, you know yeah, what okay. I mean? Okay. I don't mind that. Edward Simpson, Eddie Simpson, MM. Because I've marathon done a marathon. Man. I don't think that's the worst idea of all time. Because then, then it, you know what it does? It like, it separates us from the commoner. Yeah, that's true. Well, the haves and the, not the haves and the have-nots, but the, the, the cans and the can'ts. Yeah. You don't want to be around the can'ts if you're no, a can. No, no, no. If you're a doer, you don't want to be with the, the don'ters. A goer. Yeah. Surround yourself with goers. 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 And goer. you two shall go. Yeah. Now, part of the dribblers... A few fucking shout-outs. Huge shout-outs. First and foremost to Pilot. Yep. Pilot got behind this uh, dream of ours from the start. They um, believed. They believed. They did. I don't know if they believed in me, but they believed in the idea. They believed in the concept. Yeah, they believed in the concept. Um, and, you know, without them it wouldn't have been possible, so we have to give a big shout-out to Pilot. Um, Shout out to the running room The running room Harry Alex and everyone there Harry was our Go to guy Harry We were saying to Harry yesterday He came down to the Sheaf for a couple afterwards He actually ran a marathon as well Sub four hours Sharp Sharp We were like bro, your hand Like his hands His supple hands Two from two Yeah His hands should have MMs after him They Well I have to Or MH Marathon hands Yeah uh, And you I think as well that would differentiate a physio from shit physios. Yeah. Have you got MHs? And I mean, like, the running room, running's what they do, right? So if you want to have a fucking, you know, if you're a, like, they're physios generally, like, they don't, you don't have to have running issues, but also if you do want to work out how to achieve your dreams and have MM after your name, like Eddie and I, then the running room's where you go. But, like, I also had them in my mind. Like, I didn't want to let down the running room. Like, it's like they've been trying to work this fucking old hunk of shit into a bloody working order. And it's like, dude, if I just pull out, like... Mm. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. 100%. So we shout the running room out. We love them and we thank them very much. Obviously, Pace Athletic, because without them, we wouldn't have had all the gear. I wouldn't have known about gels. I wouldn't have my cool running shorts that I could put stuff in the pockets. Listen, those running shorts, shout out to them. Hardest workers in the room. Yeah. They have fucking anti-chafe technology, technology built into them. Mm. I wasn't chafed at all. My bum hole a little bit. No, like, my, my, my crack was fucking... My crack was feeling it at the end of the day. My shower crack, stung. My, yeah, yeah. Shower stung. But nothing that couldn't... Nothing out of the ordinary. No, nothing. No, nothing. It I wasn't, wasn't like, I, I didn't have a shower and, and I wasn't shocked. Put it this way. I feel fine today. 
Absolutely fine. I've had a shower this morning. No issues. Yeah. It was temporary. Yeah, yeah, it was. Chafe temporary. Glory lasts forever. It does. But it was just a bit of chafing of the bum hole. Nothing to see here. But the legs held up immaculately. Yeah. The nipples immaculate. Dude, nipples. I was. Ex- I, there was a part of me as I was coming around to finish. I, I think like, that. Don't I wonder I, if my nipples are bleeding. Dude, I think the nipple bleeding thing is for rookies that wear like heavy cottons. Right. If you're wearing something to breeze, bro, you'll be fine. Mm. They were a little bit tender, sure, but nothing out of the Mine were absolutely A-OK. Ready to rock. Now, Pace Athletic, I think if you go there or in store, they got a few stores around and use uh, and just say dribblers, promo code dribblers online, I think you're going to get a 10% discount on like anything there. Yeah, I think so. Um, so to Pace Athletic, Will and the boys, they also hooked up Tubler with some, some shoes. Have you used those yet? So there you go. Wow, there you go. Tobler didn't fall over. That means their shit's fucking legit. A dribbler, Toby a dribbler is... wrote in and said we should start calling him Topler. Topler. Because oh, he topples over. Topler. Well, he doesn't topple anymore. Well, he used to topple. He so used yeah. to topple. That would have worked last week. Not now. What'd you go for, Toby? <laughs> uh, pair of hockers. I'm not too sure which one. Can't go wrong with hockers. Nice They're tops. Awesome. Tops. Nice, nice I, um, tops. Yeah, so look, Pace Athletic. Just yeah, This is, awesome. you know, this community coming together. Now, shout out to the running coach, running Lucky coach Clancy. Lucky Clancy, best in the business. Taught us the fine art of time on pins. Time on pins. Taught us cadence. Taught us taught us gait. Yeah. Taught us fucking mental fortitude. Yeah. Taught us what it takes to be great. Um, he ran the fucking marathon yesterday in three oh four, which is fucked up. So fucked up. Yeah. Three oh four. I saw a video of him. I saw a video of him on his Instagram. Uh, like very much within the final sort of like 3Ks of the race, someone's just filming him. And I'm like, holy shit, he is still motoring. He he was saying yesterday he got dropped by like the – because there's people out there that run – there's pace setters that yeah. run times. Yeah, that's also sometimes a little bit uh, demoralizing, but carry on. And someone was like – he was he was in the three-hour group. There's someone running like a three-hour marathon. And he was around that guy. He got dropped by him at the 29th K, but still only finished four minutes behind him. Fucking impressive. Dropped meaning the guy just fucking runs along. Like as you in, can't like, keep up as in you can't keep up. Yeah. But to then only fall Be behind four by four off. minutes is fucking impressive. <laughs> Wildly impressive. Yeah. Shout out to Lockie. Motherfucker's so legit. Mm. He's um he's built different. Yeah, he is. He is. The hugs felt nice from him yesterday when he came in and, you know, he's <sighs> like he gave us hugs. He was like, Well done, boy. He's a great hugger. He is a good hugger. He's a fucking good hugger and it felt nice coming from a man with a father figure. Yeah, a father a running father figure. You I know think what he's I mean? than me it was like a hug from dad almost. Yeah, it was. Our running dad. Um and uh, but and then again. Bronte Blues, Josh, just fucking, mate, I wouldn't have done it without it. I had, there, was, there were calls from some yesterday, and not from him himself, but from people around, good judges. It's like, what's a man got to do to earn a baggy green? Jeez, not a bad call. Who was saying that? I can't remember. I was a couple of margaritas deep at that point, but I do remember being like, I mean, fuck. It's a, it's a, it's not a bad point. People are done far less. There's a guy who literally <laughs> promised to get us Andrew Bogut and didn't, but somehow managed to get a baggy green. I'd happy to, I'd be more than happy to put Josh in. You got to, you got to, you got to think about what this man did yesterday, punters mm. and dribblers. He literally carried without literally Tom, carrying me, but emotionally, but like, spiritually, 
you relatively know, he saved every he saved your life in some respects in every way a woman can, can be, be saved yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that too don't worry it's always just a thought away <laughs> um, shout out to Rose do it Piotr. fucking oath the older version mm-hmm. uh, but to carry a man for 5 hours and 35 minutes yeah a man who who's had, never run more than 15 k's, 15 k's, k's who had fucking done 5k's in the last month. The had preparation the absolutely of a fucking shot. 80-year-old man. To carry him to glory <laughs> so that he now may rock the MM after his name. Yeah. I'm 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 happy to give him one. I think he's earned it, dude. I think he's, he's fuck, earned it. You think he's earned it? He fucking earned it, all right. 100% he's earned. Plus, you know, like just he's always on our ass about like training and helping. Like he was he was on our ass. And he warmed us up. And he warmed us he up. Warmed he warmed up the he punter came and the down, dribbler. He warmed up the punter and the dribbler. Now we did also fucking – we. so I'm saying he gets one. Yes. Congratulations Great. and well welcome done, to the 11, Josh. Well done, Welcome man. to the 11. Welcome to the 11. I will say this. We got all these marathon shirts for the P and the D. <laughs> then we really underestimated how chaotic it was going to be on the morning. And we basically met up with only a very small handful of you. So if you did run and want your shirt. There's a pe- there's a couple of people that have said, can you mail it? Yeah. Happy to mail out the. Uh, the, uh, the marathon shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, happy to mail them out. Happy to mail out the marathon shirts. Again, organised by Pace. Thank you very much, Pace. Um, <clears throat> so, just... Do we have all their emails and we'll shit? We'll just slide we into the email, like the email that we've, I've been communicating off punters and dribblers. Just, just send just your address. send your address there. And if we'll you want me out. to send it, and then we'll send it out. Um, but, yeah, Josh was warming us all up there. It was great to meet some of the dribblers who did get along. We had a good little fucking... We had a good crew. We had a, little, we had a good crew. I was with one guy. Me and my brother with one guy until, like, the 21st K. Blonde dude? No, another guy, a dribbler. Oh, like, obviously, he was part of the Hello Sport yeah, Rain yeah. Club. And then he cut away? He Well, we stopped for a piss. And I was half... Oh, I thought he was going to wait, but he, he just kept, kept doing going. his thing. Yeah. Fair enough. No, no, fair Well, he said he... I, I can't remember his name, but he was... Training for like an ultra, was he? Yeah, because I was like, "How are you going to get?" No, you because uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me because it felt he felt like a runner. Yeah, he was like he was speaking in running terms, and I'm like, "Oh, you're a fucking runner. Why are you with me?" Yeah, no, I remember him saying beforehand. He was like, "I was like, are you, how's your training been going for this thing?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, good." I'm like, "It's like yeah, I'm trying trying for an ultra <coughs> or something." I was like, yeah. "Oh, so you'll do this thing on your fucking sack?" Yeah. Shout out to my brother as well. Shout out to the Kern. He Great got to me see there. The Kern. He yeah, well, Kern, me. the Kern was almost your Josh. He was my Josh. Um, less was required yes. of him. Yeah, but he was he was my Josh. There's no doubt about that. He 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 was he had to stop and walk to allow me to catch up many times to just fucking you know. It's nice having someone next to you. It is, Just dude. pulling you yeah, along. Pulling you along. Because like, I'll be honest, there was there was a lot of times when I was running yesterday where I was just like, I was this fucking close from calling out to him being like, I'm walking. And I was just like, fucking, I'll just get to that aid station. Just fucking get to get that to aid station. And then it would station. never come and I would just get fucking more pissed off. Were you listening like, to music? Fucking oath I was, yeah. but I was, I was hurting, mate. Shout out to... My knee was absolutely fucked. Yeah, you should have had the Panadines. I know, but then I wigged out. Like, people had got in my head before the race. Yeah, Ella shit. was like, how the fuck did you have those? I'm like, I didn't... She's... Ella and Ella, my brother, everyone were like, <clears> dude, I don't think you can run on Panadine 4. The doctor so literally prescribed it for me. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. They're like, you did it anyway. So I just, I just had to cop it, mm. bite down on the mouth guard, so to speak. Yep. 
just rip and tear. But shout out to him. He fucking, he played a big role yesterday. Huge role. Huge role in getting this bot over the line. You could see when I finished, I was absolutely furious. Yeah, you were angry. Why were yeah. you angry? Because I was in so much pain. And it was just... It I was, found that satisfying. It was overwhelming. No, I get it, dude. I was but then when I finished, I'm like, I calmed down. I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank <laughs> the heavens. <laughs> yeah, Ella said you were emotional. I was like, oh. I was just like... I was... I just needed a Did moment. Did you cry? To, no. I needed a moment to decompress. I thought maybe you were, you know, like, look what I've done, crying sort of... No, no, no. No tears yesterday. No tears? It would have been nice, maybe. Yeah, look, I didn't have tears in me. I was fucking... I was just like, wow, that was a lot. I woke up this morning actually being like, oh, that was fucking long. So long. Yesterday, I was sort of a bit into it. And then, yet then like today, I was thinking back to it. I'm like, dude, that was so fucking long. So long. It's so long. When you get to the 30K mark, you've still got 12Ks to go. It's long. It is fucking long. Anyway, um, listen, do we have MM after our name? Yes. Yes. Do you? No. No. But shout out to everyone, the punter and the dribbler who came to the Chief last night. Yeah. It was fucking fun to Great meet to you. See you. Shout out to the Hello Sport Run Club. We will do more runs, but not that. Never running again. We'll do more runs, but they'll be shorter. The most I'd ever do again is a half, which is the easiest fucking amount of, like, that was it. A half you'd do on your ear. Oi, no offense to the half, but it's a fucking no, no, piece that's, of piece. Yeah, no offense to you, half, but you're a fucking joke. The half's a joke. Yeah. No offense to it. No, the half is... Like, I'm not here to rag on the half. No, no, no. But it's it's pretty fucking... It's and a I walk mean, in the park. If you think a half's a joke, you can understand how we feel about the 10. So, we're obviously... <laughs> you know, we might do a couple of run clubs where we just sort of trot a 10 out, you know, just for a bit of a catch-up. How you going? Maybe a half, if we just feel like a joke. Mate, I reckon I could fucking go knock a half out now. That's how easy they are. Yeah, same. I could knock out a half today. I won't. Because I don't have to. Well, I don't have to. Look at that, man. After the night. I'm going to sit in an ice bath. Um, decompress. Decompress. But as a dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about begoodhealth.com.au code dribbler for 20 percent off we love you punters and dribblers the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here and that is neds neds baby neds that's it number one in australia in our opinion nay the world nay the universe Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability 
in-app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the about even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I don't. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Press. We'll leave Marathon there, but I do want to speak about our week leading up to the Marathon. Because obviously we were in Brisbane for... You want to talk about Marathon Week? Well, just... In Brisbane, yeah. yeah, marathon yeah. week, prep week, pre-marathon. Yeah. In Brisbane for Gal V Hannah V Hodges, um, got up there Wednesday for the potty with them. That was fun, and the weigh-ins, all very heated. Yeah, weigh-ins were heated. Bit of throat, bit of throat grabbing. Yeah, real animosity in the air. Yeah, could cut the fucking air with a knife. There was that much tension about. There was tension, dude. We saw. We saw. Um, Formerly three N Glenn, I think he's just a single N Glenn now. He's just a single you end. could tell. You, 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 he walked with the weight of a man who knew he'd lost ends. Yeah, that is uh, the Hornets' f- current form. I don't know if the Hornets still boxes, but uh, is the Hornet retired? I don't know. Um, but that was cool. Went up there. We got uh, got. Lit up Wednesday night with uh, Darcy Klutz and Sterling. Darcy Klutz of bloody brilliant beers fame. Sterling of heir to the Caxton throne fame. And, and also of uh, was halfway through his month of sobriety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was going all right at the start and then he just walks out with a beer and he's like, fuck it. Fuck it. And we're like, fucking oh, Sterling. Not that we were at any point encouraging a man to break his detox, but I think that, you know, these sort of moments and events, we don't get to, you don't spend time together very often. So I think he was like, I think I just need to. Well, we're not in Brisbane every week. No. So you can, I think you just take that day and put it at the end. Yeah. Still counts. It still counts. I think it was fine, but it was nice to see him basically quit his detox. Again, we didn't make him, but... We didn't, and we don't encourage it, but... But he could smell... He could smell smell a good time in the air. He could smell a yarn on the fucking winds, and a yarn we had now... Love the Caxton. I don't want... I don't want to alarm anyone. I'm not... It's not in my nature to be alarmist. Mm. However, Tom and I are on the Caxton Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm glad you said it. There is a wall dedicated to all the greats who have rolled through the Caxton. And it just. A lot of Queenslanders on the wall, obviously. Obviously. Like Dell, Smitty, Lockyer. Ed Al. 
at Al, at Al, at Al. But who should be at the top? Yep. Arguably on top of all of them. Yep. Me and Tom. Caxton Hall of Fame. Caxton Hall no of Fame. No bullshit. No, that's legitimately true. And we were actually looking at it being like, where the fuck's our photo? Sort of tongue-in-cheek. And then I was like, oh, no, there. Oh, sorry, we actually do have a photo on there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's no, It was a nice surprise because we didn't, you know, sure, we probably deserved it, but like, we didn't expect it. We didn't expect it, definitely deserved it, didn't expect it. But, you know, I think it's almost commonly accepted now within Queensland that we are Queensland's favourite sons from outside of the state. Stepsons, if you will. I think we're stepsons. Yeah. You know, I think we're almost like the sons they wish, wish they, they had, had, you know, but haven't had. But haven't had. But have adopted, sort of. Yeah. Because they certainly love us up in Queensland. Now, I don't want to, again, this isn't about coming here and beating our own dicks on our podcast. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do it. But I'd be, it'd be remiss of me if I didn't at least let everyone know that some dribbler gave us free Maccas when we went in there together. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you don't get We're Maccas. not going to say where. No. Don't want to out this guy. It's not every day you get Maccas comped. You know you've made it when you get your Maccas comped. Yeah. And, and it wasn't a small order. No, it wasn't. It was a decadent order. Mate, it was about 50 bucks worth of Maccas. I had a large quarter pounder meal with 10 nuggets. I have no recollection of what I had. It you was got that. the Grand Angus. You've been talking about it all day. I got the Grand remember Angus. Remember someone told us the Grand Angus was still doing the damn yeah, thing? Yeah, I do remember that conversation. I don't remember getting the Grandy, but I do remember having a couple of nugs. You know, I definitely indulged. While we're on Maccas as well, just back to Marathon, last night I'm sitting at home and nursing my wounds and the doorbell goes off. Everyone's in bed and I'm like, what the fuck? Uber Eats driver. And he's like, got a bag of Maccas. I'm like, who's that for? And he goes, this is for uh, William Birmingham. And I'm like, oh, Willie, he's ordered the fucking Maccas to the wrong joint. You dumb fuck. I kept trying to call him. He's obviously passed out. So I just had a fucking thick shake quarter pounder and a McFlurry delivered to my house out of the blue and I'm just like yes dude. thicky thicky McFlurry McFlurry quarter pounder chips you're kidding it was like he'd had Maccas this, that morning as well no this was last night no but he'd had it that morning oh yeah, saying, he had the yeah, exact, yeah, yeah yeah he had the exact same order you can tell he just he had hot cakes and shit shit faced and he's <laughs> just going back to what he likes anyway will. so you don't get Maccas comped very often for me technically twice in a week because my brother bought me Maccas last night but that was one of those moments of like, oh, okay. You're just, you're just looking at your medal there, bud. Yeah, look, it's five carat gold. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a nice moment. Shout out to the W Hotel where we stayed. Um, they had these packs. It was like a hangover pack. These boxes in very nice boxes. And you open it and there's Panadol, a couple of breath mints. And I don't know, oh, like a powder you put in some water and like it just sort of helps you bounce back. So I had one of those the first day. I'm like, oh, this is really good. And then the next day I needed more. So I've opened the next one and didn't read the sign. And it was like a full sex, like it was a sensual box. So it had like a vibrator, cock ring, condoms and shit. And I'm like, fuck. The hotel, me and Eddie are sharing a room, like twin double beds. I'm like... Well, this is this isn't a good look. <laughs> this, this is this isn't. I'm like, well, even if I, th- I'm like, I can't repackage it, and even if I throw it out, they're like, well, they got to work on the bloody 
cock rings and vibrators, didn't they? Look, I think there would have been a couple of knowing glances uh, between the, the cleaning staff going, fucking... Those boys got to work yeah, they each got to work. last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave yeah. each other a real, real work. Yeah, they over. smashed some Maccas and just got to fucking each other. Yeah, yeah. That vibrator, fucking throw that thing out. <laughs> Get rid of that thing. Pick it up with the tongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just set this room on fire if we can. Um, Gallon... Hannah Hodges. It was a great night. Fucking great night. Shout out to Kayo. Shout out to No Limit. I'll tell you what. I can't think of a better location, Tom, for boxing's first menage a trois mm. than the Nissan Arena. Yep. In fucking Lachlan or Amy or... Johnson. Peter or... Chris. Fucking... Whatever suburb that's named after just a person in Queensland. Yeah. That's the thing about Brisbane suburbs. They're literally just named after people. Just names of people. There is literally suburbs Logan. called... There's literally a suburb called Nathan. There's one called yeah. Logan. Yeah. Paul. The Nissan Arena's in Nathan. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, Nissan so, Arena's in Nathan. Not making it up. Jeff. Um, so, no, it was the perfect spot for the boxing first menage a trois. Um... It was, uh, I thought it was a fucking great night. Like Fucking oath it Hannett, was, mate. The, the omelette. Hannett's a great man. I love I loved Ben Hannett. After, like, you know, it was the first time we'd ever really met him on the pod. He was a fucking great dude. And he really put it to Gal. You're like, oh, my God. Mate, Gallon left the ring bloodied and bruised. His face and I was, was like, oh, that didn't go to script. His face looked worse than Ben's did after that first fight. 100%. I wish I'd done, like, a little bit of research, you know, Done a bit of dioring in the lead up. Hadn't never been dropped. I found that out after the fight that in his entire football career never even been knocked out. And I was like, geez, that would have been helpful. He's like a fucking absolute psychopath. Who was giving it to Gal? Giving it to him. Gal was giving it to him, but he was giving it to Gal. It certainly was, he was giving it to Gal more than I think anyone was expecting to give it to Gal. 100%. Um, but then for Gal to come back out like an hour later and. Get into it with uh, with Hodjo. Like, is 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 just a it's a mammoth effort generally. Like you come out and your your face is already smashed up, but when Hodges dropped him in the second round, Eddie, like, I was. I mean, everyone in the Nissan Arena was completely fucking jaws on the floor. But Q like, pandemonium, bro. It was unbelievable like seeing that like I was comparing that the uh, last time to some dribblers like you compare that shit Gallon getting dropped by Queenslander in Nathan in Queensland that shit is as good as it gets yeah like I live for that shit yeah. you compare that to like a super technical fight like Cam the Cambosis Haney fight like yeah sure whatever it was a big fight but it doesn't compare to watching no. two leagues throw down in it Nathan, doesn't. bro. But you can have a really, like, the skill level of, of boxers, for example, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a good fight. And exactly as you're saying, Haney and Cambosis, two world champions, fight was pretty fucking boring. Gallon, Hodges, Gallon's a good boxer, but comparatively to someone like Cambos and Haney, just this is a couple of league he's throwing here. Mm. In, in reality, that's what it is. And it was a cracking fight. Now, you can have awful leaguey biffs, but it sort of just depends on the dance partners and who, how they're going about it and how they're gonna, if they're going to throw down or not. And they threw down. They threw down. It was an electric atmosphere. 
We were up the whole time. Yeah, Most we were, everyone was up. Everyone was up. It was an up and about moment. Everyone, the moment that Hodges dropped him, everyone was up and about, mm. yipping and yahooing and carrying on. God, it was good. But then Gallon gets up. I was like, is he going to get up? Mm. Gets up, tough as fucking old boots. And then finishes And him. starts throwing himself. Some say it was a bit early. I don't know Maybe if I agree slightly, with that. but I don't really think I don't so. Think, I don't think I agree I don't with that. Was su- I don't think it was, was he, he, was landing, he was landing flush and yeah. often. But I think it was. I was comfortable with the stoppage. But I also wouldn't have been comfortable if they'd let it go. But, you know, at least then you're not completely knocking a man. But I tell you what, if you bought the pay-per-view, you would have been entertained. Hell you yeah, your you money's worth. Hell yeah, you would have. 100% get your money's worth. You can't you can't walk away from that disappointed. No, that was a good that was good fun. That was good fun. Thanks again for having us, No Limit Gaia. Love the biffs. Love the biffs. But that was how we prepared oh, for Yeah. There's some funny footage that'll go into the Marathon Man series. Yeah. Uh that sort of you know, well, I think it makes our performances even more impressive. Look, you look under the hood, and the fact that Tom and I are sitting here today draped in, in Aussie Marathon gold, gold MM. It's, I mean, I don't think it's going too far to say it's the most impressive performance. Sporting performance of 2022? Yeah. Yep. I wonder if we'll get nominated for something. I would like, imagine if they put us on the front of Time magazine. Or like an ESPY. Do yeah. we get an ESPY for like athletes of the year, or like you know, common athlete, or like you know, the every amateur man. amateur athlete of the year? I look. I'd prefer not to have the. I'd prefer just have athlete of the year. I don't want an amateur award. I know I'm not professional, but I mean, like, defeats the feat. So just like athlete of the year, yeah, goes to us, yeah, at the ESPYS. At the ESPYS. I don't see. I don't see why that wouldn't be possible, or at least in the reckoning, right? Like, I mean, it's obviously just an Put it this to way. Be why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we be nominated? Why wouldn't we be nominated, given what we've been through, given what we've done, and now given and off the back of that, given what we've done? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Would we be? Is it I mean, you? I reckon you've had. I reckon you, you personally, had the worst preparation. I think in the history of marathon running. <laughs> Yeah. I actually do. It was, I don't. I can't see how. It, I don't see how you could have a worse preparation. And again, you'll see it in the series. It was. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. I was uphill. I was up against it. It was, was fucking dog for shit. a man who was already unlikely to run a marathon. The preparation was certainly horrific. <laughs> it wasn't good. It was absolutely horrific. And not through me, like not <laughs> taking it seriously. It wasn't that. It was out of my control, largely. Um, anyway, look, that's sort of marathon man, marathon week leading up. That's sort of, I'm sure we'll come back and, you know, blow each other again later in the podcast. Oh, we will. Um, We'll come back. But it's probably time to talk a little bit of, uh, rugby league, Edward. Yeah, let's do it, bro. We talk rugby league on the show, punishably do it. Thanks to our good friends at KO. You know them, you love them, we love them, we know them, you know them, we love them. You know that we know... That you know and love them and love them. Uh, great footy on the weekend. Great footy. Who was the first one? It was Eels versus Eels the Raiders. Raiders. Now I let good emotion. Crowd. It was a great crowd. Good crowd. Good crowd. I let emotion get in the way of my uh, tipping again, and I went the Raiders instead of the Eels. The Eels humped them. You can't bet with emotion, generally speaking, unless it's mainly thirteen plus, which always comes off. We know this. 
But emotion can be to your detriment yep. if you allow it to cloud your judgment when it comes to, to rugby league punting. The Eels were good. The Eels were good. The Raiders weren't that good. No, the Raiders weren't. And, like, the Eels, a lot of, a lot of dick beating from the Eels. Like, oh, this is our year. It's like, you did beat eighth place, right? 40 to four. Like, you did beat the Raiders who, you know, they barely made the eight. Like, let's calm down. You're going to get absolutely humped this week. And if you were to win against the Cowboys, you get humped in the grand final. But I don't want them to get in the grand final because I don't want them to have a shot. And that's, I get it, Eels fans, you're like, fuck you. But it's like, I can't. I just can't. It'll be a good game against the Cows. They looked good, the Eels. I yeah, will they say did. that. They, they did look very good. I They looked very good. I, I, have a, like I have a sneaking suspicion they'll be there. I think they could very comfortably dust the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys and the Sharks, as I think I said it, like, were sort of the same teams in the final where it's like they'd reached their uh, zenith for the season and they yep. probably aren't going to be able to go with the teams that are remaining. Yep. I'd, I like I was of the opinion when the Sharks played the Cows at the winner, the loser either would go loss-loss. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Sharp, we'll get to the Sharkies game. But Parramatta looked good. Mitch Moses looked good. They played good footy. The Raiders, like... Poor old Xavier Savage didn't have a great game. Dude, he had an absolute shocker. That try he scored was good, but other than that, it but was But he just, just... see when he scored, he was like, he was deflated yeah. still because yeah. he'd been fucking panted into the earth. Yeah. The one with the ball dribbled through his legs. Yeah. Like, oh, dude. Because he invited disappointment into his life. you got to jump on that live grenade, bro. Yeah. Well, that's a little different because it wasn't a bomb, it was a grubber, but he sort of... No, like, but you got to get you got to get into it. Yeah. Get get forward to the ball. Get forward to the ball. Yeah. Got to get forward to it, Tom. To the pitch of the ball. 100%. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair, Eddie. It is fair. You know it's fair. No, I know it's fair. Um, but Eels fans now really starting to sniff their own farts. Yeah. Which isn't a good thing. Well, maybe it is. Because the Eels also like to go win-loss, win-loss. Like, you know, they have a blowout. They, they've been bullies, right? They're a bit flat-track bullish, even though they've beaten Penrith twice and the Storm once. So, really, they're not flat-track bullies. But they're week-to-week. Well, you don't know which Eels is going to show up. It's no. as simple as that. They're not... You can't have any confidence in what performance they're going to roll out. But they are looking good. You cannot deny that. They are looking good. I now. honestly think that they beat the Cowboys this weekend. Yeah. Make the GF. Yep. And then I think lose to either the Rabbits or Panthers. Probably the Panthers. I mean, imagine a Panthers-Eels grand final when the Eels have beaten the Panthers twice in the season. Like, Although the Panthers beat them first week of the finals. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they beat them last week. They fucked them up, didn't they? Um, That'd be a good final, dude. But I don't want it. Oh, you know what? Whatever. If it's, It'd be a good final. But um, then we had... Also, like, dude, you have a 40-4 to Eels game and Sevo doesn't score. Talk about fucking... SGM fucker. Yep. You know what I mean? It's been, it's been a lean couple of weeks. It's also like that. Where hasn't it? It's been really it's lean. It's been lean. It's been fucking lean. It's bro. been as lean as it gets. Like there's no other way. What are you? I'm not going to say. No, it's lean, dude. It's been lean. It's been fucking lean. Super lean. It's been really lean. Yeah. It's been annoyingly lean. Yeah. It's been fucked. But that's, that's fine. 
that's okay. It's just not great. It's not great. It's not great. Um, sharks, bunnies. I always knew that this was going to be a big old humping. AJ went off at about half timey, something like that. Yeah, that was also multi. Which was disappointing because he was obviously anchoring many, many, many multis, many multis. The many, Sharks many were never fucking in this. Dude, they were bad. They were not in this at all. The Rabbitohs just fucking got to work on them, bro. Did they not score a try until the second half? No, nah, they were awful. They were fucking awful. Was that, was it 18-0 at half yeah. time? Yeah. From memory? Uh, Cam Murray just went straight through for Nukin. Yeah, that was soft as baby shit. It was shit, soft that as butter. Even Mark Nichols, the first try, like Toby Rudolph, it was sort of like through the biggest, thickest, meatiest part of your opposition and he just sort of, it looked like soft almost. They got, they seemed shell-shocked, the Sharks. Yeah. They didn't complete at all. A lot of errors. I felt bad for them almost in that like they went loss-loss to go out of the finals. It's like you probably deserved a better end to your season, especially when they were so close to beating the Cows. Cows literally well, scoring they, on the bell. Yeah, but they, shouldn't have, they shouldn't have lost to the Cows, and no. that's, that was their fault. Mm. So that you reap what you sow. And if you shit the bed... That's a farming reference. Yeah, that's right. If you shit the bed in the first week of the finals with an opportunity to be in a prelim two weeks later, then you got to fucking lay in the shit that you've... Shit out. Shit out, yeah. <laughs> Wow, that was <laughs> potentially the most eloquent moment in the history of the podcast. It'd have to be top five. It'd have to be top five. It's up there. But like Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Ilias as well, just humped those fuckers into the ground. Yeah, no, it was good from the bunnies. It was good. Latrell's a- really fucking loving himself, touching himself was, at the moment in the best possible way. Was there, I, don't, I wasn't sure it was a meme or if he actually said it. Did he call it Allianz Trelliant Stadium after the game? I see, I've seen the meme. I've seen I don't the meme, but I was like, what do you, why do you kinda, think he said that? Did you think he said that? I thought he, I was trying to work it out because I'm like, I thought that someone said he said it, right? And I'm right. like, it's right on the line of like, in the vein of where he's at right now in terms mm-hmm. of like, you know, being sort of um, a bit of like a smart ass in a fun way in the media, super confident, you know, giving a bit of shit, taking a bit of shit. So like, I was like, is did he say that? Because if he did, it's like, that's possibly the funniest thing he said. Yeah, this, he did. In this new trail. Can you find the video and put it across? Trellion Stadium. Fuck, he's good, bro. But that's I tell good. you what, he's having a day out at that stadium. He loves it's back-to-back it. weeks. He's just been, well, three weeks, really. But see, like, that's the thing where, like, that's, I love it, right? As a neutral, I don't give a shit about the Rabbitohs or whoever <laughs> they're playing at the moment, unless it's Manly. But, like... I I love it, but I can also see how other like opposition fans don't like not like. Maybe I, I wouldn't. I would think it would be unreasonable for someone to be like, I don't like Trell for all this shit. I don't think that's reasonable. But like, you certainly can be like, fuck that guy when he's playing your team. As like, it's all part of the fun and the you know. Trellion Stadium is fucking funny. He's just he's. He's in a dangerous mood at the moment, Yeah, mate. he is. He's in a really fucking dangerous mood. Would you be shocked if they beat the Panthers? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked, but I would also be shocked. The size of the man. Yeah, mate, appreciate that. Uh, yeah. 
throw the old cliche out there. Credit to the boys. And, uh, man, it's just a, it's a great effort. Sharks, um, they want to be really proud of their effort this year and what Craig Fiskin has been able to do there and, and be able to bring joy back to, you know, the Shire and, um, and I know their fans will be disappointed and the players are definitely, you know, but, um, yeah, got to give credit to them and credit's due. What about playing in front of your fans here, Latrell? What's it mean to you and the team representing your fans? Well, they're calling it Chelly Arms now, so I'll take I'll say that, eh? But, no, look, honestly, they, they turned up again and... Chelly Arms. That's fucking funny. That's good. Dude. So, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe someone else has been calling it that and he's just sort of picked up on it. That would make more sense. But still, mate, what the fuck did he eat when he was in the US, dude? He's come back with, like, a healthy dose of yank in terms of, like, that brash American athlete bravado. Don't you well, maybe he just saw the way they do it and he's come back and just Yeah, but I mean, like, out. fuck, what, you didn't know they were doing it like that before you left? Like, it just feels like he went over there and he, they, he's come back like a different dude. Kick six from six. Fuck, he can kick. He can kick. Kid can kick. Kid can kick, mate. Fuck me dead. I was thinking about this on the weekend after they were humping. After the humping was done. Mm. Like how at the start of the season everyone's like, you fucking idiots getting rid of Adam Reynolds. Obviously that kid can play, but like, you know, you're not going to, you're fucked now without him. Now they're a, you know, a game away, from, a game the away from the GF. Mate, I was saying, they, I mean, we were shitting on him. We yeah, of course we were. But that's our job. Well, no, of course. That's, uh, we're paid to give unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Um, but it was also just very funny because Andrew Dimitro, that, that would, it was like every question he was asked was, or Jason Dimitro, not Andrew Dimitro, Jason Dimitro, every question he was asked was about like, geez, could have used Adam Reynolds, couldn't you? Um, but now those they, those questions have cleared up. Those questions have been cleared up. Lockie Elias, kid can play. I like Lockie, like the cut of his jib. Well, Cody Walker, when Latrell's humming, Cody's humming. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh huh. So that guy, that you know, Demetrio and the was it the CEO or who the fuck made the decision as well? They'd be feeling better about themselves. I think they'd be feeling better. Oh. Sorry, guys, we're on a marathon. Um, so that's that was the games. And then this week we've got um, – well, fuck – I mean, on the so then this week coming we've got um, Friday night Cows-Eels, Saturday night Panthers-Rabbitohs. Is that AFL Grand Final into – AFL Grand Final will be like 2 o'clock or something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so Cows-Eels in, in uh, North Queensland. I mean, I think the Eels can definitely win it. Cowboys favourite. Panthers are dollar thirty sevens fucking sure. Dude, Rabbitohs three the Rabbitohs three ten is value. Like you just get on that for like a yeah, dude, I'll have a crack at three. I'm on that, mate. I'm all over that. I'll have a crack that at three. That line will be juicy too. The line will be good. You throw in a, a just even just like if you've got him at three ten, just throw in a try score. Just one and you're looking pretty good good odds there. Three ten. That's just that's get on it now sort of stuff. Um but We'll sort of, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll ch- chat later in the week about, you know, on about even et al about how we see these Go down for going. a sec, please. Tobes, I just want to say something. Is this at a core? Yep. It's at a core. Yeah. Yuck. Devo. But it makes sense. You can't have that at fucking tiny little Panther Stadium. No, actually, that makes perfect sense. I was like, I was like, are they going to do it at Combank? But no, a core would make sense. That'll be big. 
That'll be big. You'd hope that uh, that all the fans get along. That's there's a shitload of seats there. Um, but I think that's rugby league. I don't think did anything else happen rugby league wise that we've missed over the weekend, Tobes. There's not much out of Mad Mondays. It's, well, they're all banned now because the world's just a boring place. What do you mean they're all banned? They're not allowed to do Mad Mondays. What they can't go get on the pitch. Dude, the dragons were like, we are banning Mad Mondays. Yeah, but there's a difference between the club publicly saying they're banned and players meeting up for a rip and a tear. True. Didn't stop the didn't stop those St George boys from having a barbecue during COVID, did it? I think that's rugby league. I think that's rugby league. Hey, KO, love you, KO. We fucking love you, KO. Love you, KO. Punish dribblers, uh, we do the show, obviously, thanks to our friends at Budgie Smuggler. The most ordinary rig competition is currently going right now. Entries end on the 2nd of October. So, you know, we are very much keen to have a dribbler from our community enter and win the most ordinary rig competition. So you must, must enter if you think you got a chance there's already been some great entries and we've already seen a few of you on the ig some really really good stuff there's been a couple of fucking ripper entries for the punter and the dribbler but we need more power in numbers yep strength in numbers strength and power in numbers that's right now a reminder the punter and the dribbler if you're sitting on the fence if you're unsure if you're not really like sure if you're going to dip your toe in or not i'd remind you this simple fact if you're a punter and a dribbler and you win gold, gold, gold for the podcast, you will get a baggy grain. Yeah. That's us motivating you to be great. And then you do get exclusive entry into the baggy grain long lunch on... Which has been booked. December 22nd. Has that been, have we got confirmation on that, Tobler? Uh, we need to reconfirm. Why do we need to reconfirm? Because the group's more than 15 people. How, how big is the group? 15 people. Right. You need to do a set menu kind of thing. That's fine. Preserve wines and whatnot. Okay. Where we are we going? It. We're not going to say. No. Beep it. Don't beep it. Just tell me after. I will. Um, budgie smuggler, most ordinary rig. Now, obviously, we're in marathon theme at the moment, and it was like, who's the most ordinary rig to have competed in a marathon? Now, I mean, at first, we thought it might have been me. But, uh, you know, whilst I do have an ordinary rig, shockingly... And even we saw that yesterday on the course. There were some rigs more ordinary than mine, which also acted as a bit of motivator for me as well. I'm like, if these fuckers can do it, surely I can do it. Yeah, there was there was some like old sloppy dads. When we were lining up to take a dump pre-race, and the woman that was in front of yes. us, I was like, Yeah, I was looking at you. We were and looking I at each other. Said to you, I go, yeah, if she Are you using it. this for my, as motivation? And I said. You yes. said fucking oath I am. Because if now, she can Now, do it. given that we know that about 2,000 didn't finish... Well, we don't know that. How, how the fuck do you know who finished and who didn't? I don't think... Well, there wasn't, well, wasn't 2,000 finishing in the last 20 minutes. That's for damn sure. There certainly may have been more than none of those 2,000. It wasn't zero people they were come, you, Like, when you've crossed the line, they were coming over the line like every 30 seconds. So you just do the math. But anyway. Yeah, but I mean, as I was running... Like, so you could see... Like so, if I'm running past a place where I was already come, where I'd already been, you would see you would see a fair amount of people still coming around. Mm. So Be that as it may, they're not getting swept off the street. You'd hope. Well, because well, because once you get basically to like the Darling Harbour bit, like it's not on the road, so you're good. Just fucking keep running. And the guy, unless saying, there is someone physically 
sweeping him. Yeah, like someone with a physical. There was a guy as well who was like on the mic. He was like, "We're going to be here till everyone he finishes." Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we like that. We do like that. That's rewarding. Fat. Do you reckon she made it? The chicken. Yeah. Dude, I saw some people in the bloody Hurt Locker who didn't look like they were fit to run a marathon. I mean, that's me, but like worse than me. I saw people finishing that you would like on, you would say you shouldn't have finished. And then I also saw people that looked like big, fit, fucking sexy Adonises curled over in balls on the side of the road at 35. Yeah. Dude, tapping out at 35 would be tough. Fuck that. You've come too far. Yeah. You've come too far. What are you doing? Get what up and are finish you, Unless your body's like, no, no, no. Like yeah. You can't. Just walk it, though, if you have to. Roll it. Anyway. Paddy Mullins it, bro. Shout out to Paddy Mullins. R.I.P. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, the biggest man to ever run a marathon, as far as we're aware, aiming to be beat the record for the world's heaviest person to complete a marathon by a male in 2013, Charles... Don't know his last name. Would defy doctors and others who doubted him. Fuck, there's a lot about me in this bloke. Uh, and everyone who ever saw be, uh, uh, saw being big as a hindrance to inspire others to fight the impossible. This is, is this a, a lot. Of, this is basically is this you. Just me, except significantly smaller. It began when I. This is what Charles said. Big thicky marathon man. Uh, it began when I saw the previous record holder on Yahoo's front page. He was six foot tall, 400 pound sumo wrestler. I saw him and I knew I could beat his time. At the time, my friends and I had just gotten back from eating these massive something burritos from Super Taco in Oxnard. They started laughing at me and joking, yeah, right, okay, buddy. Yeah, you're going to run a marathon? You can't even run a mile. I did the maths on previous holder's time per mile and knew if I can stand on my two feet for 12 hours straight as a bodyguard, I could do it. How much does this guy weigh? 419 pounds. Holy shit. What's that in kilos? Get that in kilos. That would be about 150. I don't like pounds. Would Would that be over 150 kilos? 190 kilos. Holy shit. Can we see a photo of this dude? Yeah, I, I need to see no, like. No, I need to see. I need to see like all top of to him. bottom. He looks pretty big, but again, you could have found some better photos. Yeah, they're shit. Oh, oh that's he's pretty, pretty good. big. Yeah, he's big. He's pretty big. He must be really tall. Do you know what I'm? Oh, he's yeah. huge. Oh, he's Look humongous. at the size of him. Oh my god, dude, he is a monster. So we thought it was worth, you know, picking a literally the thickest. The thickest, the biggest, thickest, mate. Like ordinary rig you've ever seen. Can you just try and find, uh, Tobes, his full dimensions? I need height as well. Um, and I also want to know what time he did it in. Because 12 hours, whilst I respect him saying, if I can stand on my feet for 12 hours being a bodyguard, I can run a marathon, I would. And he has done it, so he's, you know, but like, that is not the same thing, Charles. 12 hours, nah. That's like, you you could walk it in eight, just walking normally. Yes. So I'm not, 12's, I'm Well, not, maybe he's just trying to, maybe he's just trying to walk it, or is he planning on running it? There's a difference, I think. Between walking and running? Well, like, if you just walked the whole thing, have you done a marathon? Well, you've walked a marathon. Yeah. I think you need to run most of it to... You gotta you gotta run eighty five percent exactly for it to be like, you know, 
But that's no knock on someone who walks a marathon yesterday. But well, you can't say you've run a marathon if you've walked it. That's all I'm saying. I'd agree. There's with a that. difference. Correct. That's all I'm trying to get at. Now, Charles Bungert. Obviously, Dior not here. Tobler's struggling to do <laughs> Dior's job. Yeah, yeah but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. He's got a live cut no, shit. That's all right. So we may leave the dimensions there. Well, listen, if he can find the dimensions, he can. If he can't, then he can't. But what we what we do know here, punters and dribblers, is that Charles Bungert. Bungert broke the record for the biggest, thickest boy to run a marathon uh, at 419 pounds, 190 kilos. Ridiculous. Fucking absurd. Shout out to Bungert. Shout out to Ordinary Rigs Everywhere. Shout out to Budgie Smuggler. Go to budgiesmuggler.com. Follow the prompts. Get yourself in the running. Be there. At the Ivy Pool, 29th of October. Tom and I are hosts, so we're going to be ripping. We're going to be tearing. If you're a dribbler from the community and you win gold, you will be given a baggy green. Yep. That is... 6'6", six, six he was. He's, yeah, I, I could tell he was tall. Yeah. You could just tell you that could tell. was tall. You could tell. 6'6". Six, 6'6", six. Six, six, big boy. 6'6", six, six, 190 kilos. That's fucked Because 6'6", six, six is tall, but to, to get to 190, you need to be thick as shit, like... Bro, that's massive. Six six is is tall, but it's not that tall uh, to be one hundred ninety. How kilos. Can, I'm just. How can you get hundred? How can you walk around one hundred ninety kilos? Like, how do you get that around? You, you have to have mean? some big, thick bones. But your muscles have got to be strong. He did it in eight hours twenty three. Jesus, that's good. That is good. One hundred ninety three point nine six kilos. Fuck. Me dead. That's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. And so is running a marathon generally. So shout out to that big thicky. Uh, and he's this week's most ordinary rig. We'll find a photo of him, Tobler, maybe, and you can slide it into the old uh, video for everyone to see. Because he's big and he's thick. Uh, but that's it. That's it. Shout out to Budgie. Bloods in the GF. We've been telling everyone all year. Blood like, you year. watch out for those fucking swannies. So you're the bloods. You're the bloods, baby. Bloods in the GF. We've been telling everyone all year. Everyone that'll listen. Bloods. Get on the bloods. Get on the bloods. Bloods will win. Bloods 40 plus. Bloods 40 plus. Buddy anytime. Heaney two or more. Fucking rampy 20 plus disposals. Bloods, Call it bloods, 25. Bloods. Call it 30. Bloods. We bleed blood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now... I don't know about you, Eddie, but I was fucking genuinely gripped by the game against Collingwood. She was tight. She was she was very tight that game. Very very tight as a fish's asshole. Yep. Yep. Much better. That's much better. Um, <laughs> now. I mean, the boys. We got out to a great lead first quarter. Fucking absolutely pumped them. But like, you know, like the great game of AFL is, Eddie, and we've always said this, you know, the twists and turns. Twos and fros, ups and downs, momentum shifts, punters and dribblers, momentum shifts, shifts in momentum. That's what we saw. That's what we saw, the Pies. And, I mean, the Pies are that sort of a team. It seems like they almost, you know, enjoy playing from behind and chasing down a score as opposed to being front runners. They like like playing from behind, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's the way of the Pie. It is. Now... 
unfortunately for them, they didn't have what it took to get the job done. No. They went for a final thrust, didn't pull it off. It is what it is. Stitch bloods you. by a point. Bloods by a point. Bloods survive. Bloods hang on. Bloods into the GF. Yeah. Um, I think at the first half, Tom, just if I could, you know, illuminate the punter and the dribbler with an mm. interesting, interesting statistic. Mm. Collingwood didn't miss a goal. They didn't have any behinds going into halftime. Really? Mm. Now, I don't know how unusual that is. Oh, look, I but mean... But it struck me as relatively unusual, Tom. Yeah, well, I mean, does that say 95-14-11 plays 94-14-10? Look, it was it was 7-1, so they did kick one behind at halftime. Sort of ruins what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's look, it certainly does ruin what you were talking about, Eddie. It completely ruins it because... Where you were saying there were no behinds, we can now see that there was at least one. <laughs> um, but I mean, I was just proud of the boys. I was just proud of the bloods, dude. Like they were fucking the passing and you know the. the, the oh, the you handball, like the handballs? Handballs, the 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 defensive efforts. Well, you know what I like, boys. Tom. You know what I like, and I you know it relates because you and I are fucking marathon men now. Mm. They didn't stop running, mate. They ran. They just didn't stop running. Yeah. And if you're going to win that big games of AFL, particularly at home, at the SCG packed haven, you got to run. You got to run. You got to run your dick off, mate. Yeah. You got to fucking get out there and go, I'm prepared to lose this penis of mine through running. Yeah. I'm going to run it off. I mean, what are you prepared to do to win? Are you prepared to run it off? Because I am. And the Bloods were. That's why they got the dub. Older than Collingwood. How good's that? Yeah, Collingwood eighteen ninety two, Bloods eighteen seventy four. So Collingwood can kick rocks, uh, but we take on uh, the Cats, Eddie, in the big one this weekend. I mean, that's your Selwoods, Dangerfields, Hawkins, Selwoods, Jeremy Cameron, I think, or is it Rowan, Gary Rowan? There's some fuck. There are some motherfuckers in that Geelong side. Geelong probably favourite. I think one plays two. Geelong would be favourite. Eddie, you know what? And, like, we've been saying one this all play, year. One plays three, Tell. It's just good to see the two best teams in the GF, you know, because sometimes you don't get that. But these are comfortably, as we've seen it this year, been the two best teams. Well, look, if I'm running an eye over the fucking cattle in the comp, it's easily the two best sides. Uh, obviously, the Demons finished second, but they're all fucking gimps. We know yep. that. No, we do. They're fucking losers. Yep. I think Geelong crumble under the pressure. Same. That's what I think. I think they come into this a bit cocky, a bit high on their own supply, walking around town with the bravado of a, of a club that won the minor premiership. But I think it's going to come back to horn them. That's yep. my prediction. I think the Swannies go out there and fucking jam them. Especially for a Buddy Franklin. You know, if it's a win, it could be a Buddy Swan. You know what would be nice, Tom? Because obviously Buddy's a dear friend. Yep. Buddy's He's, a buddy. Buddy's a buddy. I'd like to see him win another one. Well, he's never had one at the Bloods. Oh, so. hasn't he? Was he not there yet? No. Nah. When, we well, when did we last win? 2012? <clears throat> 2012. He's beaten the Bloods in a grand final. But he hasn't been part of the Bloods. He was playing for the Bloods against the Dogs. You're right. They lost against the Bulldogs. Yeah. That but was a fucking surprise. Look, it will... He, does, he deserves one. Well, he does. And he was a big, you know, he was a big signing to the Bloods. And people are going to be like... Oh, he's a long-term signing to the Bloods, Tom. But people, Ten-year deal, know, if I remember. They're saying it wasn't a good deal. Well, if he wins a comp, then it's a good deal. Is this his 10th year? It would be. 
No. I think he came the year after the way one, maybe. When did he join the Bloods, Tobler? Because I, I think it was a 10-year deal from him. No, it was deal. a 10-year deal, but I mean, like, you know. So is this his ninth season? Because talk, he's talking about, like, another. Yeah, that's true, another contract. Do you know what I mean? Mm. In 2014. So this would be ninth season. 2014, 15, 16, <coughs> 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. This is his ninth season. It'd be nice for him to get one in the ninth. Why? I've got to say, <coughs> i got to say, what what horses managed to do with the, with this young squad of ours at the Bloods, like, you know, they've, we all knew they were they were good young players, but I just don't think we knew they'd be this good this soon. And so I just wanted to shout out horse of John Longmire fame, obviously coach of the Bloods. Uh, also a dear friend. Yeah, yeah, he is. I just wanted to say, though, like – what he's been able to do to get some of these young players coming through, you Gouldens of the world and, you know, a couple others like that. It's just been really impressive to see. It's been really impressive. Tom and I have been keeping a close eye on the young stock coming through. Horse yeah. actually had a stand of pre-season to motivate the boys and yeah. sort of, you know, at least give our perception and our in, uh, our take on, on standards and what it means yeah. and, and discipline and, and how to apply yourself thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. And we were taken back Mindset. then in pre-season when we were invited by a horse by the young talent coming through. Yeah, yeah. And I remarked to Tom at the time, I said, this this – this group of young goers can win the comp this year. They can win a flag this year. Yeah, they could go all the way. Um, so, look, again, like, you know, thank you to, to Horse for having us down there um, as, you know, official slash unofficial mindset coaches for the Bloods. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just don't see anything other than a, a famous Bloods victory on Saturday. I think Melbourne's painted red and white this weekend, Tom. That's my prediction. That's what I see. I mean, you just look at that Geelong emblem. You don't even have a bloody date for when your club started. Like, yeah, and I mean, like, not to get, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make this about your mascot, but it is having a cat's pretty fucking lame. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Like, what a household cat. Yeah. What is this? A domesticated short hair? What is it? What sort of cat are we talking about? What sort of cat is it? At least with the with the bulldogs, you know what it is. Well, it's a bulldog. It's a fucking bulldog. Or the swan. It's a swan. And swans can fuck you up, dude. Dude, swans will fuck you up, bruh. Don't worry about that. A swan will fucking peck your eyes out. Yep. They're big they're bigger than you think, too, swans. Don't hey, worry about that. A swan will take down a cat, a domesticated Short hair or whatever that the, like the, that cat yeah like you've got it snarling but it's not fooling it no anyone. that's just a cow that's just a cat meowing that's just yeah, exactly throw a can of tuna at that thing and it fucks yeah, right yeah. off give him some dry biscuits and that thing's gonna calm down you know or have, squirt have, it with a water pistol oh shit just give it just give it a little bit of milk yeah put it to sleep yeah whereas that swan that swan's not to be fucked with no nah, that swan's coming for you slam and Sam Tomcat. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's that's not cool. It's not cool at all. Um, Named after John Sammy Newman. I don't get it, dude. John Newman. <laughs> is what they named the cat after him. Good Lord. Good Lord. Slamming Sam the Tomcat. You're in trouble. You're in big trouble. Up the bloods. Up the bloods. Up the bloods. Bloods 40 plus. Up the bloods. Up the bloods. Bloods 40 plus. Up the bloods. <clears throat> shout out to Dane Rampy, dear friend. Dane Rampy, shout out to Dane. 20, buddy, 25 plus disposals. Buddy, see you at Christmas. See you at Chrissy. We uh, had a great yarn with Bo Ryan. 
on All Talk, which is out yesterday. So if you haven't had a listen, give that a listen. Uh, great man, Bo. I've said this for a while now, but literally one of the funniest people. Just one of the funniest people. Can tell a story. He's, a, y- he's a yarnman. He's a yarner of note. A yarner Pittman. Rawlinson Pittman. But certainly a yarner. Mm. Fucking yarner. Yeah. He's captivating punters and dribblers. He draws you in with his powers of dribbling of yarn. And then all of a sudden it's been two hours and you've had the time of your fucking life. Yeah. I highly recommend our chat with him. It's already been critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people say it might be the greatest interview of all time. I don't know if that's too much. Oh, mate, I don't think it's too much. I don't know if it's too much or not. Like, I don't, you know, I didn't come in here to, to, just to pump myself up, but that's what people are saying. That's what people are saying. Um, so, Thank Tobler, you to Tobler might just whack a little clip in here of something from there that you can listen to. Um but I think that's us, though. So we'll just be a clip from Bo, and then the show will end. It won't end. Well, it will. No, the show will end. Okay, it will end. Or do you want us to come back on the other side? No, that's just end it. We can come back on the other side. Do you want to come back on the other side? No, nah, let's just end you it. You sure you don't want to come? It seems like you want to come back on the other side. No, nah, let's just end it. And do you, like, what are you craving the most at that point? Well, what happens, bro? I took a lot of stuff in. Right. Well, like snuck it in. Contraband, right? <laughs> what like Such what a like fucking like naughty boy from well, I'm thinking con- I'm Well, like thinking, sugars and shit, bro. I'm thinking content. So my we had two yeah, groups true. of seven or eight. So it was about sixteen of us to start. I can't remember at the start, but we're in two different parts. We have to meet each other in the jungle. And when we get there and did our opening um, scenes, when we all walked out, and bro, I walked out first. I, I didn't even know the next two people to come mm. out. You know what oh, I mean? Really? I'm thinking shit. You know what I mean? That's actually tough, go. isn't it? Yeah. Where like, oh. So I'm here and I'm like, okay, then I saw Brooke McClymont, who I know, and then I saw um, Emily Seabom and a couple of others. But my crew had to, and I had a contra- I had a bag of contraband, right? <laughs> my crew had to get in a kayak and kayak to the jungle. And we're down there and they go, all right, here's your kayaks. Jump in. And I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we going to the jungle now? They go, yeah. And I got my bag in the medic tent, right? So I run back to the tent. They go, what are you doing? I said, oh, I need to talk to the EP. I've got some personal stuff. I run back to the medic tent and I grab all my contraband and put it in my pants. I've got like long keppers on. Yeah. So I'm jumped out. I've got like, bro, I've got like five kilos of coffee. I'm, I'm serious. So I'm jamming it in there. I've got chicken salt. I've got <laughs> chocolate. I've got protein balls. Bro, I've got, I'm prepared, bro. I've got protein balls. I've got protein Chiquito bars. Bro, I'm loaded salt. up and I've walked back down to the banks and everyone's like, what are you doing? I go, nothing. And then one of the cameras goes, bro, you can't do that. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, mate, you're shaking and rattling. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not. And I jump in the kayak and the girl, Cal Wilson, no, who I'm friends with, she was freaking out a bit. So just act natural, Dan. It's good content. <laughs> so we're kayaking. And she goes, Bo, Bo, and you got cameras on you, bro. You got 700 cameras on you. Whoa. Right, in the jungle. So you got cameras on you all the time. People say to me, oh, how can they say that when the cameras are there? Mate, when you're being followed 24 hours a day, after two days, you don't forget they're, they're there, but you don't care, mm. right? Because you've got to live. Mm. And I'm paddling and she taps me. She goes, Bo, look, and my chicken salt is flying down the river. <laughs> And I go, grab it. <laughs> and she goes, no. I go, get the chicken salt. Grab the chicken salt. We need it. Anyway, she doesn't grab it. My chocolate balls are floating down. Oh, I no. said, go, just don't lose the coffee, right? So we lose half of that. We get in there. <laughs> and um, Nathan Buckley, who I'm like that with, right? Yeah. And he's very, Did you, very, did you know him before the show? Never. Yeah, very right. good. Very good proud guy. Really tough guy. Great footballer. But one of the best humans I've ever met. 
I remember sitting there with him and I go, everyone's sitting around. you got to remember, everyone's talking to the cameras and that. And I'm just like, just get me out of here, man, you know. <laughs> I sit next to him. I said, oh, so what, bro, how are you feeling? You know, what, what are you doing? What, what, did you bring anything in? He goes, yeah, I brought my, my morals, my principles <laughs> and my ethics. I said, I said, what about you? I said, bro, i got about five kilos of coffee. <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, mate. I said, no worries, mate. By day two, I'm laying there. Like, I feel a tug. He goes, bro, you got that coffee? <laughs> so, yeah, let's go. So every morning I would sneak down, and there's cameras on you, but who cares? Yeah. And I'd have the heated water, and then I'd have like five of the boys around me just giving them all their little bit of coffee, <laughs> coming back, and then the others sitting there like this, and we're buzzing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man, it's good. Oh, well, we've got to work together. Like We're, we're walking around like junkies. <laughs> so that was Bo. What did you want to say, Ed? I wanted to shout out the putter and the dribbler. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, shout out to Tom and I for finishing the marathon. Yeah. Said it couldn't be done, but we did it, so fucked a lot of you up. And thank you, quite genuinely, thank you to all the punters and the dribblers for, you know, all of your support of Eddie and not me. Well, I think we know why they supported me. Well, now you know why you should have supported me because I'm fucking built different. Iron will. We all thought it was fucking corn chip, weak mental, mental weakness, mental weakness. We thought there was just guac up there. Yeah, we thought it was all guac, dude, but if we found out that it's actually a little bit more. There's a bit more than guac up there. Not just smashed avo in that brain. No, nah, that's right. Not just goat's cheese and, and avocado and, nah. you know, sourdough bread. Yeah. There's more up there than meets the eye. Yeah. Okay, bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.